Adam, hello. How are you today? Excellent, Jack. You? Good. Couldn't be better. Honest to God. Feel good. So hopefully it'll last more than one day. Hey, one day, <laughs> one day at a time. You got to appreciate, appreciate all those ones we get that we do. That's we do right. Feel good, right? Yeah. You never know. You never know. <clears throat> right. So anyway, we've been bumping into a lot of uh, side side jobs and, and dreams that people have. I was at lunch today with a guy who was, I asked him what his dreams were. And he, he's talking about, he's very successful up to this point. He, he wants he wants more of what he has in, in the sense of just pure business, if we're talking pure business. But the guy has a very balanced life. Very interesting guy, very positively charged. Uh, willing to take some chances, and he did hard work. He's a, he's he's kind of a poster boy. It could be a poster boy for a, how to do it as an entrepreneur. Done a good job. So he's he's an example of being successful and growing. Was starting with a little gig, a side job that basically got him propelled to do bigger and better things. Uh, he reads, he listens to podcasts, he tries to get one step ahead of the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the who, who am I looking for here? The competition. And uh, he seems to have done it, you know? Good man. It's, it's one of those things, Jack, most <clears throat> folks have a job somewhere, right? And, and, and if you start a company, usually it's, a, it's that kind of side gig. You know, and uh, and people have always had kind of these side hustles. I guess that's a current phrase people often use, Jack, the whole side hustle. You heard that term before? Oh, yeah. And people have had it. I mean, like, for instance, I mean, can you name a plumber or electrician or a mason who doesn't do some sort of side jobs? You know, even if it's only for, like, friends or family, right? I mean, all these folks have side things that they're doing, right? Maybe it's one-off things here or there a couple times a year, but they're, they're, they're often doing some side stuff, right? Or if you get out of the trades, maybe you got that person who's kind of doing the books, right? For several small business owners, right? It's the whole, uh, uh, my sister's hairdresser's cousin who does the books, right? And all of a sudden she's, you know, doing books for, you know, four different companies on the evenings and the weekends kind of stuff, you know, th those kind of things. Um, you know, and I think as these last 18 months have kind of gone by with this pandemic, Jack, I think more folks are, are, are kind of looking at that. As things kind of drag on, I think people are, are, are seeing the wisdom of a couple of things. One is having multiple income streams. You know, this is one of those things where that, that false sense of security that people often get with a job, Jack, which is you have, you have one customer, right? You have one income stream. It's that, it's that paycheck coming in. And as we know, depending how big or small the company is, but I mean, you know, they can, they can, they can eliminate your position or, you know, they don't need a reason, right, Jack? I mean, or whatever, like, or things can change. We're all of a sudden, it's, it, it's out of your control, right? So the idea, I think the first idea of having multiple income streams, I think people are starting to really think long and hard about that. But then also um, this idea of trying to take whatever the side hustle I have is, well, when can I make it full-time? You know, when can I make this thing a full-time thing and, and leave the day job, you know? And uh I like to kind of talk about that a little bit because we have a lot of experience with this. I think a lot of our audience, you know, either might be already thinking about this or they might have something kind of going on. But you know, this has come up 
come up a, a few times where folks just aren't quite sure how to know when, when's the time. And so I was talking to somebody yesterday who'll probably be a guest on the show here uh, coming up where uh, he and his wife, you know, both fully employed and, and, and they wound up buying a, uh, a Tesla back in 2013, Jack. So, when, you know, it was still when it was not, you know, not the um, you know, EVs, electric vehicles are just getting started. You know, they're very expensive. It wasn't meant for the masses quite yet, but they, 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 they decided to get it and they, they had a lot of fun with it. And they, uh, he was talking about, I guess, Honda Civics used to be like, or were, were a big deal in terms of people like customizing their, their vehicles, which I didn't know about. But that's what I was love about as you get into these things, Jack, you, you kind of learn about all these little pockets of, of things or, or, or opportunities that, that, that you never thought about. In any case, they got their Tesla and they're on the online forums and chats and they're, and they're starting to, you know, a lot of customization that was going on with these cars. And it's very simple stuff often, Jack, right? It's, you know, it's adjusting <laughs> the, the, the handles that are part of, you know, inside, but just a little thing. So anyway, they had a, a little hobby of kind of, oh, let's try to design this or design that. And so they started to design some different stuff to customize and they started to sell some of these things. Again, just, just as a side, just you know, kind of as a hobby, you know? And so it was the first kind of four or five years kind of go. Then all of a sudden Tesla, and I think it was 2018, you know, introduced more of their kind of broader models that they were geared more towards the masses, you know, that they weren't $80,000, $100,000 cars. They were more like thirty or $40,000 vehicles, right? And so all of a sudden you got a, you got a big push in the marketplace and their business started to explode, Jack. Now, both of them were, were, were working full-time jobs. Uh, his wife quit her full-time gig in 2018 to go full-time with this. And she still handles a lot of daily operations, a lot of customer service stuff. But it wasn't until August, just a couple months ago, that he, you know, again, after doing this for almost eight years, and so it's, you know, picture this, right? He's working his 60-hour gig, you know, during during the week or his normal day job. And he said, you know, all my nights and weekends are all this, you know, doing, you know, they're doing a lot of videos and just, just different things. And so he's working almost two full-time things, you know? And it took him almost eight years, Jack, to make the jump and say, you know, it's, you know, it, it was time. You know, you and I met, you know, uh, somebody a couple of years ago and uh, similar kind of story was, you know, was working, doing some sales, you know, for, for a company for, for years, had a side gig that again, it was, was doing for a couple of years on the side and was already at six figures, already at six figures when he came to us and said, Hey, I'm trying to figure out, you know, when should I make the jump? Right. <laughs> I think, I think you were there last year or a couple of years. Again, the whole idea of, you know, what's it kind of take. Right. And so we wanted to kind of put it out there because Again, a lot of folks are are thinking about these things now, Jack. Right? Hey, is is now the time? Is now the right time for me to kind of go off my own? Can, can I do that? And there's a couple of things that we we find usually kind of keeps people back from this in terms of holding them back from making that jump. And but maybe put them in two broad categories and kind of talk about here a little bit, Jack. I think the first one would be financial, and the second one I'll call it more emotional. Okay, um, but on the financial side of it, again, some of the basic nuts and bolts of it. You know, what do you, what do you need? You know, if you're looking at your, your day job, or you are just trying to replace that income? Is that what you're trying to do? Okay. So like, you know, you start to, you want to get some of your planning down. You know, a lot of the tools that we guide people on Jack in terms of our seven keys are very relevant right now in terms of figuring this thing out. So looking at the profit plan and the cash forecast to know what it's, you know, what do you have there? What do you, sure. you, you know, if you have, you have a certain lifestyle that, that you're living. And so, it, you know, if you're 23 years old, you're single, with no kids. Okay. You've probably got a very low overhead, right? Very low spending. You have a lot of flexibility. If you've got a significant other, you got four kids that are, you know, that that are, you know, you know, eight to fifteen years old. You have a little different situation, right? You have, you have a few more responsibilities, maybe a little bigger overheads, right? So, 
depending where you're at, you want to get a sense of, okay, well, what are we trying to do with this thing? Right. And, and often that side hustle got started as, as what, you know, we, we had another client that, that started a side hustle you know, for, for, for that um, was separate from his current business was just doing distribution stuff, which was to, again, he, he was doing it to help uh, as far as his daughter's college fund, I believe that's what he started for. Right? That, that's, that was a stated, stated reason. So whatever your stated reason is for why you started, I mean, okay, but there's, there's often that financial component. And so understanding where you currently are, but also what's the, you know, what's the potential for this thing? What's the potential for this, this side hustle? And what are you trying to do with it? All right. So the, the, the money is a big part of this. I think that's a big part where usually will keep people back from this, Jack, not being able to see how they can make money on their own. Uh, that's right. That's, that's a pretty scary, scary uh, proposition here. And, you know, you've been, it's been rubbed into your, to your head since you were a little kid that you got to get a job and, and the job mentality is what, what's, what's basically taught. And you, you uh, are, are going to make it or break it with your job. If you don't have a job, what are you going to do? Every you know, the, the, the mother and father would convey horror with somebody who wants to go off on her own. <laughs> so that's why I think it takes longer too, because you got to get on your own somewhat. Uh, you know, breaking away from the parents and and doing this kind of stuff. It it uh, you know, you're making money. You could make more money. It's all uncertain. It's like a startup. Well, it is a startup. No, not totally a startup. Startups are raw. Startups are tough. Company that uh, has a little gig job going on and has been doing it for years. Uh, a lot's learned in those couple of years. A lot of mistakes that aren't too costly at all. So right. by the time you're ready to go, and you're ready to go, usually it takes somebody to push you off the cliff. And that's what we do in a situation like that. Absolutely, go for it. Yeah, people people will get, will get comfortable kind of doing what they're doing in terms of their day job, and and part of it, just trying to look at it like uh, I think I was sharing with you a few months back. I went to this uh, one yoga class. It was a great yoga class. I think it was called restorative yoga. It's fantastic. Yeah, you just, you, you just had to lay there. And it, what are they restoring? Restoring well, yeah, yoga? Yeah. Once again, you're, you're not sleeping, although you might doze off a little bit. But it's like you're, you're there, just yeah, just just resting, letting your body kind of be in that conscious but still awake, you know, but 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 not moving state. And so it was restored. But anyway, the, the, the woman doing this, right? She she would sell, um, I think it was eight seats, right, uh, for twenty five bucks a pop. So two hundred bucks for class, right? And I'm guessing she's probably doing it as a side hustle, right? You know, but again, 200 bucks a class. If she does five classes a month, you know, it's one a week, pretty much. That's a thousand bucks a month. She's making Jack, right? Mm-hmm. Very, you know, very minimal costs. You know, she had, probably had to pay a little rent to the place that she was doing it, you know, whatever, but very kind of minimal cost, right? But also very quickly, you start to kind of break down. So, well, look, Hey, a thousand bucks a month. Okay. Well, it's not too bad. Well, how much do you need? Right. Do you need, okay. That's the starting point. Well, do you need, 3,000 a month, 5,000, where am I also, you can sort of kind of see it and having that, I guess, um, comfort of having that day job, Jack, to kind of test some of these things out is that's helpful, but it's at some point you get past that test phase where, Hey, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of time, right? You know, it's time to kind of do something else. And so part of what you want to look at in terms of the, the, the financial piece of it is you want to look at a couple of things. One is, you know, maybe you have other expenses too, right? So again, so it's not just necessarily trying to replace, your income from, from your day job, because again, a day job may have some things you, you have to pay for out of pocket now, you know, things like healthcare costs, Jack, 
Uh, maybe you've got a, a, a leased car through your company, right? Where, where all of a sudden you, you, you aren't paying for that. So you may have additional expenses now. If you leave that day job to now go on your own. So it isn't necessarily just, hey, I have to replace what I'm making over here. Maybe, hey, I need to replace plus something, right? Um, you also may have uh, you know some, some things you can run through your business now. One of the benefits of having your own business, Jack, is you can now run pre-tax expenses through, right? So you can maybe pay for your cell phone or some of the meals or some of the fuel in your car or, or maybe you pay, pay your own car. But you, you can run it through your company, right? And, and Those can mount up to be pretty good, significant too. Yeah, that's a, that's a big, big deflection. So if you haven't, and so you know, going back to this guy a couple of years ago, you know, he had a he had a very detailed spreadsheet. If I remember, he kind of presented his spreadsheets to us. He, he was very detailed that way, right? And he was he's I think he's probably more unusual that way, Jack. I think most people aren't as detailed like that. But it, it's worthwhile going through some of those discussions. Or, or if you if you aren't sure to do it, again, talk to somebody that you know that's again whether it be your CPA or somebody's financially oriented that kind of help you, your maybe financial planner help you kind of through this a little bit, kind of get some of these numbers down so you can kind of see. You can see, well, how close am I? You know, am I almost there? Or how much more do we need to kind of get? Do we need to add, you know, two more customers also are there? But it gives you a sense, okay, here's where it might be, might be the time. And so the, the financial part's a big part of it. I also think the emotional part, that's a, there's a lot of things that I guess kind of go on the emotional piece of it, Jack. But I guess starting with it, you know, why, why are you doing the side hustle? All right. So come back to the guys mentioned with, with, with this Tesla thing, it was it was a hobby, Jack. It, you know, it wasn't designed to be a business per se. It just it happened to the opportunity presented itself, and he's a smart enough you know guy to kind of identify that and 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 try to capture right. But so so he's doing that versus um, the other guy we we're mentioning. You know, he was doing it because he wanted to get one thing. He wanted to get away from what he was doing, his day job, to have you know control over his own thing. So understanding why you're doing what you're doing is a big part of this. It's a big part of this in terms of, because that's going to be driving what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. So is it purely just a money thing, right? Try to make some more money. You know, hey, I want to fund my kids' college stuff versus. I think, I think that's how it happens. You know, someone falls in love with a, their hobby and all of a sudden uh, so the idea gets in their head that this hobby could become money producing. So now they dream for a couple of years because they don't really know how to make that conversion. Uh, yeah, you need you need support. You need somebody to push you off the ledge sometimes. Uh, but you know the thinking's there, the, but the raw material isn't there. So, yeah, why why does it take so long, and why are so many people? Why do so many people not take that step? Just about everyone you talk to way down deep, if you got to go that way, has a, an idea that they'd like to be independent and be uh, making their money, making their living off this idea. But they don't do it. I, I'd venture to guess there's no science behind this, but I'll bet you 80% of the, the people who harbor these ideas won't, won't act on them. Unfortunately. Yeah, they'll, they'll find, as we've often said, Jack, they'll find more reasons not to do versus doing stuff, right? Right. I think, like I saw this guy, you know, uh, this Tesla, he performed to this as a Tesla guy, but he's talking about, you know, the whole idea, he's like, well, I'm not working any less now. It's just now I can control when I'm doing what I'm doing, right? So, you know, that that, that whole, you know, people will joke about that. Hey, you, you can be an entrepreneur, Jack, you get a chance to decide which 12 to 14 hours you want to work during the course of the day, right? Versus having to work from, you know, whatever it might be from seven to nine, <laughs> you, you can pick whatever 14 hour day you want to kind of work, right? Because you have the, the flexibility. That's, that's a big thing. Because again, most folks that are kind of doing these things, these are folks who are kind of driven that way, you know, to kind of get stuff done. So they aren't 
they'll get bored sitting around not doing anything. And and, and if they're going to work hard, why not work hard for their own their own benefit versus somebody else's benefit from that standpoint, right? So, you know, so again, coming back to why are you doing this? If it's just purely a money play, then it might be just a side hustle, side gig for a little while. Hey, it's a, it's a way to make some extra cash. It's a way to capitalize on, uh, on something you've got. That's okay. It's, it's not. That's a, again, these aren't goods or bads. We're trying to bring up some ideas in terms of you know kind of what's in your head, right? Um, how big could the side hustle be? All right, again, is it something that hey, it's 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 unique to uh, to just you, right? It's a certain skill or interest that you've got that again, it's it's very unique to you, or could this become a pretty good sized company? Right. All of a sudden, could you, you know, could you could you could you get it to where all of a sudden you've got ten employees, fifty employees, hundred employees, you know, growing, you know, five, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollar company? I don't know. What do you think it might look like? Right. I mean, so you, you got to have those kind of thoughts. You know, what's driving? I mean, come back to this whole emotional thing. What's driving this this desire? You know, and it, you know, it's like if you're uh, in a bad relationship, Jack. You know, it's it's tempting to run away from that bad relationship and usually you'll, you'll run to something else, right? Because that something else seems better than whatever you're leaving or at least. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Cause whatever you're leaving, the other place doesn't have it, but they have other problems too, right? Just the same thing. Right. <laughs> so again, coming back to, you know, for the lure of entrepreneurship and doing your own thing, there are also some, I guess you can call them downsides or negatives to it, Jack. Or again, it's not all, it's not all unicorns and rainbows, you know, so to speak, right? There's some, there's some tough things that kind of go on. But if you, and this is not scientific other than just our own experience, okay? You know, if you were to talk to 10 people who had, you know, had this version of a side hustle that eventually went on their own and you asked them, you know, hey, you know, did you, did you go at the right time? I, I, nine out of those 10 people would say, hey, I wish I went sooner, right? I don't know what took you so long. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it should have happened years ago. And they, you know, to your point, either somebody gave them that kick, right? Or they got laid off. Usually, there's some sort of outside factor. Some, that, yeah, it's yeah, it's a pretty big. It's a, it's a you not unique, but oh, it could be unique to to the relationship. Somebody helped them. A situation in the economy popped up. They got canned on their job. Their company went out of business. Whatever. It takes a pretty big event to often get them off the ledge. And then you hear the "geez, I wish I would have done this years ago" kind of uh, comment. Right. And one of the things we find too, Jack, is once you do leave that, I'll call it the corporate environment, and it's assuming you're leaving from a bigger company, it's rare. It's rare that somebody will then jump back into that after being yeah. out on their own or, or being in the small business environment. It's rare that they go back to those bigger corporations because, you know, again, come back to, the, to, to weighing those positives and negatives, Jack, right? In their mind, a lot more positives in terms of the freedom, the ability to get stuff done, and and, and you know, lack of bureaucracy and other kind of politics and, and stuff that goes on with, with with those big companies. A lot of positive things that 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 happen as part of that small company. And uh, well, it, it cuts both ways too. I mean, uh, you might want to go back. You're a little disenchanted with your your gig going full time, but you can't you can't come back couple of years away it's the way that things are moving so fast today it's unlikely you'd have your old job available right so you make the commitment and I, i'm sure that weighs heavy on a lot of people too like what if i screw up all these negative right. thoughts and and uh, that's what keeps you on the ledge well that's that's part of that that, that that kind of big thing we talk about that a lot too where people people just don't know how good they are right i mean right. if you're in that 
uh, I don't want to call it that nest, I guess, or that that sheltered uh, corporate exists where they aren't encouraging you to do those kind of things, right? They're, they're, they're trying to keep you in and in, in, in squeeze you into a certain specialty area, but they aren't necessarily encouraging you to try to try those kind of things. And so they'll put you know those seeds of doubt in your in your mind that hey, well maybe I'm not good enough, to do, or maybe I can't. Again, so you know we'll find those reasons not to do stuff versus finding reasons to do stuff. But you know as I as I look at the future here again, you know, 48 now, I got 18 year old, 15 year olds. I talked to them about the future a little bit to your point, Jack. Well, look, you know, why put all your eggs in one basket? You know, so if this one side hustle you got kind of going is kind of good. Well, why couldn't you do a second side hustle or a third? Again, why couldn't you have multiple of these kind of, and that's, that's a much more common thing these days, Jack, where, you know, take a look at people's like LinkedIn profiles. You know, it, it's amazing. You take a look through how many folks, again, go scan 20 people on LinkedIn. I got to believe out of those 20, at least half of those 20 are going to have multiple jobs listed right now, right? Often they'll have like kind of a full-time gig. Hey, I've been working this job at, you know, big, you know, big, big corporation XYZ for six years, right? Then all of a sudden you see, hey, I got this thing I've been doing for four years. This thing, again, hey, I'm a DJ or whatever it might be, right? People will have these different kind of things kind of, it's, I've been amazed, Jack, at how common this seems to be right now, where people have, again, these kind of multiple things kind of going on. And, and it's really starting to sprout up even more. Because if you, what you notice, too, is you'll notice a lot of those are happening since kind of mid-2020, since, since this pandemic started. Where people think, hey, maybe there's different ways I can, hey, now's the time. Yeah, maybe that's been a big, a big impetus, a big push for people, right? This pandemic's got them to kind of think, well, that's maybe, maybe now's the time to kind of do this thing. But to be thinking that way in terms of, okay, well, you can have a bunch of like little side hustles or side kind of gigs like this, Jack, that are each bringing different money in and doing different things. And that's okay. That's in today's day and age, it's more readily available than it has ever been in terms of just the connectivity and the ability to, to, to capitalize on those things and monetize it and be able to, to, to make a nice living. And that's what you're trying to do and have, have some fun doing it too. That's always a good thing. Well, it's a, you got to start with a gig first. You got to kind of explore. They do it so safe. They they go about it treading so lightly that they never get going on it. You got to somewhere along the line. You got to just say "eff it" and jump into the water. You know, and you do, and you find out more often than not, especially if you've been harboring these thoughts for years. Uh, more often than not, when you do make that jump, you find that uh, you're you're in the low end of the pool. And it's not too bad. You can you can not only survive but start to thrive. Well, you, you get you get a lot of those shackles off of being in that corporate environment. You often don't even realize it, Jack, until you're until you're out of there. In terms of what was kind of holding it back or limitations that you had on it. But I want to come back to something you said earlier about startups. And one of the beauties of this, because one of the hardest thing about a startup, as we talked about a, a number of times on this show, Jack, is you're starting from scratch. So you got the big donut. You got zero in revenue, right? So, you know, you have an idea, but you don't know if anybody's willing to buy it or not. So the beauty of the side hustle stuff, Jack, is, that, well, hey, by its nature, you've already, you've, you've found some customers, right? So you, you've proven that whatever you have, there's some value there because somebody or somebody's have paid you for it already. Okay. That's it. You're right. That's a big, big deal, isn't it? I mean, it validates your, your assumptions on sales and yeah. It's, it, it's, no yeah, it's no different, Jack, than any company offering a new product or service, right? They, they, they often will invest profits from the, from the current product or service and tr- invest that into a new product or service. Let's see. Let's develop this thing and let's see. Let's test it out, right? And you know, maybe it's a new product or service going to the, sim- the same customer base or maybe it's going to something different. But again, 
same kind of thing. Okay, here you've had a chance to kind of test it out. So again, it's a it's a great environment to kind of test some of those things out. But again, the question becomes again, is it just going to be a a side hustle, or is that going to be your new gig, right? And and, and if if you're thinking it's going to be your gig, then what are you waiting for? Chances are you're already you're you're probably further along than you yourself credit for it. You're already there. And for heaven's sake, imagine having an extra 50, 60 hours a week that you're now dedicating to your day job <coughs> that could be dedicated to this new thing. How much further along would you be in terms of what's going on with your with your side hustle if you're putting even half that time towards that? And that gives you extra 20, 30 hours a week to do other stuff, Jack. Other or, stuff. That's right. <laughs> whatever that yeah. might be. And so... Again, we want to kind of encourage folks to think about this because, again, um, and uh, hopefully the, the audience is going to hear it well because, you know, as, as we know too, Jack, this this last year has been very tough. It's you know in terms of uh, finding people to come to come to work, right? And so this is the time that you, your point. Hey, you try it now. There's a chance that well, maybe the job you had now, Jack, won't be available, but chances are there'll be some other job you can do a year from now that you know that you're you're more than qualified for, have a different perspective from, and again, the skills you have now, you aren't going to lose those skills. Right, you're going to have those a year from now. So take comfort in that. That hey, if you if for whatever reason that you you know if you're one of those the 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 other one percenters, Jack, that, that that go back to the corporate life, right? That's the other one percent. If so, if you're part of those folks, don't mm-hmm. worry, there'll be a spot for you. The likely will happen is you'll just you'll know, you'll adjust. You know, you, you'll adjust, and you, like you said, you well, jump we're out. all adapt. We're very adaptable. That's right. <laughs> it's not it's not the horror story that you're conjuring up in your mind. It's uh. It's, it's, it's a good way to go. Once you've done it, you don't want to go back. That's for sure. <laughs> well, good. When's the right time to do it? We don't know. Right now is the time. If you've, been, if you've been laboring with this idea for a couple of years, especially, you're ready. You're ready to take a bigger step. So freaking do it. All right. And we wanted to kind of just outline it today a little bit in terms of helping you frame it. That's where the whole idea of, again, looking at both financially as well as the emotional part. If you can answer some of these questions, we'll include you know, many of these comments and questions as part of our notes of the show too to kind of help you kind of rethink about it. But it's a good, if you can answer those couple couple sections pretty well, you'll, you'll know, hey, it's time, or hey, at least I have a better idea of when the time is going to be. All right, so I know when to pull that trigger. Once I get to X dollars, Jack, that's okay, that's great. Let's get to the X dollars then, right? Let's, let's make it happen. You know, is that six months away, two months away, two years away? Okay, but now we kind of, we know what we're aiming for. That's, that's eventually the goal. Otherwise, you keep, Kind of bumping along, Jack, right? That's right. Pat, we Pat know bumping happy. along. We, <laughs> we know bumping along, that's for sure. Right. Okay. All right. So that's what we want to kind of cover. Again, this is a topic for those of you, again, we know many of you have those kind of side hustles or things you're thinking about. And again, it's as true as I mentioned here towards the end, Jack, it's true for, for a current owner. Maybe you've got those ideas of products that you're trying to do. Maybe, maybe that, that side thing you're doing, maybe that's that's the new thing for you. The current business maybe going away or goes, okay, hey, it's, it, 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 it can always work from that standpoint. So, all right. So that's our show for this week. Thanks again for listening. If you missed any of our prior shows, you can get them all at our website, uh, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. Uh, uh, better yet, you can if subscribe to our show. If you use whatever your favorite podcast player is, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever it might be. If you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to it. We usually drop a new show every Thursday, so it'll be delivered right to your smart device. If you have thoughts or questions for us in between, feel free to email us at radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call, 877-849-0670. 
So that's the show for this week, Jack. It's been great talking with you, and we'll talk with you all next week. You got it. Look forward to it. <laughs>